Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. so painful. That just ruined my Thanksgiving. How many here? O'Reilly substitute Mike Slater Slater, whatever the hell his name is. Oh my God. I'd rather have an abscess too. Break my jaw, please. Lou, the next time he comes on, would you dump him? I'll do it and we'll play the O'Reilly spots. Please. God, where, where did he find this guy? Oh, you can listen to my podcast. No, thank you. I don't even want to listen to your substitution for O'Reilly. You ruined my Thanksgiving. Oh, let me get back on track. He's bad. Mike Slater, Slatter, or whatever the hell his name is. But he can't touch the badness of the man known as Sam Bankman Freed. As I've told you on so many occasions, never trust anybody with three names. And there are stories around the world of implosions taking place amongst the Bitcoin bandits, the cryptocurrency Ponzi scammers, and the blockchain criminals all over the world. They're coming out of the woodwork. They're claiming, no mas, no mas, not us, we're not corrupt, but we don't want any regulation. In fact, that's why we set up our corporations offshore. Whether it's the Bahamas, like Sam Bankman Free did of FTC, or it's Antigua, or it's the Cayman Islands, or it's Panama, or parts unknown. The reason they set up offshore is they don't want any scrutiny. They don't want any transparency, and they want to be able to take the money and run. And now it's apparent that Sam Bankman-Fried may have taken $18 billion as the CEO of FTC. The uh, crypto coin Ponzi scheme that has just come unglued. $18 billion, they can't find it. They've sent in auditors because he declared bankruptcy. They can't find not one Bitcoin, not one dollar, Lou, not one penny, not one euro, not one ruble, not one lira, not one dinar, nothing, bupkis, sugats. And apparently $32 billion had been invested by close to a million investors around the world. Many of them whales who do not want to be identified because it's so embarrassing. They'd much rather just suck it up, take the loss, move on, but not admit to being bamboozled by a guy who looked like a 15-year-old who just fell out of his bunk bed at summer camp, all unkempt, on a drug-induced psychosis. And they don't want to admit they got bamboozled by him. No, what they got bamboozled by was the thought that they could cash out the bitcoins 
and make millions and millions of dollars. And hey, let's face it, six months ago, Lou, you were listening to all the interviews that they were giving Sam Bankman Freed, and it seemed like a slam dunk. How did you do this so quickly? I mean, your company is two years old, and you're doing something like $400 billion worth of volume per month, which is 25 times what you did a year ago. How did you get the uptake uh, at scale so fast? You know, it, it was really just a lot of small things put together, a lot of decisions that we've made around how to build the product, trying to be as responsive as we can to customers, to regulators, to counterparties. And, you know, uh, you know, honestly, from our perspective, it's it sometimes feels like the world is just going sort of in slow motion around us and that we're going at, you know, about an average speed by our standards. Wow, he sounds like a young Trent Tarantino who recently said, I knew all about Harvey Weinstein, the perv, but I didn't want to do an intervention. I mean, how many times can Trent Tarantino give that interview? Let's face it, you did nothing. But then again, I can't blame you for the collapse of the crypto Ponzi scheme known as FTC. But one person who clearly triggered the collapse on November 2nd was his competitor, Zhao. It was probably just a puppet of Emperor Xi of Red China. It was trying to deal with the growing wave of COVID-19 that is locking down his country and the fact that he, who was smart enough to know not to invest in Bitcoin, blockchain, or cryptocurrency, has been investing in gold wherever he can. Emperor Xi for life in Red China has been investing in gold. But it could well be that he has propped up Zhao, who owns Binance, who operates offshore because he doesn't want any transparency, but decided that he had to come above the surface to explain his friendship with Sam Bankman-Fried. On a very personal basis, how you think about Sam, and the reason I ask is I think at some point, obviously, you were friends, you were his original investor in all of this. Can you fathom that he lied to you like this, if that's the case? Yeah, so I'm very shocked that I I obviously did not know him until about a week or so ago. Um, So I'm I'm just shocked. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, he lied to everybody. You didn't know him till a week ago? I didn't know what kind of person. I didn't know that he lied to everybody until a week, a week ago. So, CZ, just, just getting back to just what this means for uh, the future of just crypto in general. A lot of people uh, have said there's, there's Bitcoin and Ethereum and there's everything else. I know you, you, you probably heard that. Do you think this was some type of in, inevitable shakeout that we're seeing and do you still think these you know 21 million by the year i don't know when we finally get the last bitcoin mine but um you can with stock to flow models you can still make a fifty thousand hundred thousand dollar a coin forecast do you think those eventually come true or is this just one big house of cards um, across the board cz and I, i i'm sure that you don't think it's a house of cards but uh, do we push the time frame out for when it happens? Um, I think, well, first of all, I, I, as you said, I don't think it's a house of cards. Um, there are fundamental technologies that are much better than the tools we had to transact, to raise money, 
to do uh, global payments, et cetera. So there's fundamental technologies that are much better than the tools we had before. So it's definitely not a house house of cards. Uh, Stop Um, this nonsense, Lou. The guy's a a kia-kia-down, a Pinocchio, a liar. The truth is that he had a meeting with the fake, phony, fraudulent crown prince of the House of Fraud in Saudi Arabia. He wanted billions invested in his cryptocurrency Ponzi scheme, Binance. And while there... The crown prince told him about a conversation he had with Sam Bankman-Fried, his friend but competitor, and how Sam was saying, this guy can't even travel to the United States. Yeah, he's under investigation for insider trading information, for theft of derivatives. I mean, all kinds of charges. He'll never be able to go to Washington. And then actually, Crown Prince figured out, pit them against one another. He did, and Zhao withdrew all of his financing in FTC, cashed out all his Bitcoin, and caused the implosion of FTC, which has had a ripple effect, a domino effect, and is causing crashes of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and blockchain all over the world. And it can't happen fast enough. But you would think the number one supporter in our area... Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, would be very hesitant about moving forward in promoting this and also offering it as part of the curriculum to teach children in school how to become Bitcoin bandits, blockchain criminals, and cryptocurrency Ponzi scammers. Uh, in fact, remember how euphoric he was about six months ago, Lou? I am the first mayor to receive my first three paychecks in crypto. I believe that New York City can be the global hub for cryptocurrency. We cannot let this opportunity pass us by. Crypto is here to stay, and New York City is ready for it. How did that work out, Lou? Uh, his first three, his first three checks, so to speak, are being paid for as mayor. It's uh, biweekly. We're in Bitcoin which was crashing at that time. You notice he doesn't accept payment in Bitcoin. And by the way, if he accepted payment in Bitcoin, how could he afford a $5,000 customized suit every day? By the way, I have information he doesn't pay for those suits. In upcoming shows, I'll tell you exactly where he goes, exactly who his tailor is. I mean, the only the only other tailor that charged more money was the former tailor of Pablo Escobar when he was the head of the Medellin cartel and he would fly him into Medellin, Colombia and get customized suits. Anyway, I digress. So that was six months ago, Lou. You think maybe he's had second thoughts about promoting cryptocurrency in New York City and uh, giving them a sanctuary here and not having any transparency. He was questioned yesterday at his press conference about that. Um, good morning, Mr. Mayor. How are you? Good. I wanted to ask you about crypto. Yes. There's been a lot about crypto in the news. It's lost something like over a trillion dollars. Yes. Um, one of the biggest companies has imploded. You mm-hmm. were one of the big supporters and believers in this industry. Do you have any regrets about that? And what do you think? Is there? You do you think that the city should still be promoting this industry? Well, first, um, I believe in technology. The whole thought of using crypto, blockchain, uh, 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 currency, uh, what you call it, cyber wallets, uh, we need to move into this space. This space is coming if we like it or not. And when I hear people say, well, look how much money uh, an individual lost uh, in uh, cryptocurrency, 
Uh, I, you know how much money I lost in the stock market? You know, uh, with some of my retirement investment, I'm afraid to even look at it nowadays. You know, all of these industries have ups and downs. Um, you know, the junk bond kings, the fraud that they did in the stock market and, and penny bonds. And, you know, so there's always people who are going to exploit these forms of industries. Well, wait, wait, hold on a second. He said the meltdown of his 401k. Did I hear that, Lou? Well, that's the responsibility of his president, Joe Biden. He claims he's the Biden of Brooklyn, right? Join the crowd. Uh, please, please spam me. Are you still supporting the cryptocurrency Ponzi scammers, the Bitcoin bandits, and the blockchain criminals? I believe in the new markets and the new currencies, and I'm encouraging my young people to learn about them. We had a, a crypto summit. Um, that was uh, partnered with the owners of um, the New York Nets, uh, where we brought young people in to learn about these industries. These industries are not going to go away because they reach low points. This is an industry that we must embrace. And I'm looking to further leaning into uh, blockchain and other technologies. Yes, my, my money's already there. I took my first three paychecks. Yeah, we heard that and didn't take another paycheck after that in Bitcoin. The guy's doubling down, Lou. And he's bringing children who can't even read or write who go to the public school system. They don't go to the charter schools, which give you a much better education. But to those kids who go to public schools, they can't even read or write at grade level. They can't do math at grade level. But they're going to know how to become, with the help of Eric Adams and, oh, yeah, his hip-hop uh, homeboy, Jay-Z, who came out of the Marcy Avenue Projects, Williamsburg, who now has opened up a Bitcoin school to teach youngsters in the projects how to rip off through Bitcoin blockchain and becoming a cryptocurrency Ponzi scammer. This is crazy. Although the mayor is quite upset with Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. He had been so supportive of her in her neck-and-neck -neck run against Congressman Lee Zeldin that he felt she owed him a number of favors, and that other favor was to allow the continuation of the crypto mining and crypto processing that has been taking place upstate, especially in old power facilities, uh, Power plants that used to pump out a lot of electricity by the burning of coal. They were shut down and they were turned into factories, sort of creating the Bitcoins that you could then become a Bitcoin bandit selling. That became part of the blockchain. Then Lou became part of the process for FTC in the Bahamas where you bought their Bitcoin. The FT, uh, <laughs> you bought it. And then they gave you a code, a passcode, right? They kept everything on their exchange. But if you lost your passcode number, guess what, Lou? You are out of luck. You are out of luck. It was over. Oh, my God. What a ripoff. And Kathy Crime Wave Hochul has said that she is imposing a moratorium to curb crypto mining upstate and crypto processing Right on, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Uh, you did something in defiance of your very dear friend, Eric, the cryptocurrency friend of Ponzi schemers, Adams.
Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. I got a honey to honey. Out from New York, New York. And you know I'm all about big chips because maybe I'm from New York, New York. I'm from the city of the terrorists. So this is the Hip Hop Monster Shout Out by who? Ja Rule, right? Ja Rule. That's it. Is rap New York. I got 100 guns, 100 clips. I got a semi-automatic that spits. And guess who was sitting in the audience on Sunday night between 9 and 11 at Sony Hall Midtown? To hear the rappers delight uh, gathering there. Our mayor, Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm downtown, I'm outside of the federal building, Lou, and I'm seeing all these illegal Venezuelans. They're wrapped around the block. They're awaiting their asylum processing in Foley Square. Since Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, invited them, right? He's the one who said, hey... Who's your daddy? Come, come, come from El Paso. He made the arrangement with the Democratic mayor of El Paso so that the mayor would have them pound the hound, take the Greyhound in New York City, the Port Authority. Then remember, he set up the tent in Orchard Beach. Ah, he had to pivot and shift on that flip-flop. Then he put up the tent in Randall's Island. He had to pivot and shift, flip-flop on that. And now all these illegal aliens from Venezuela are lined up around the federal building in Foley Square as they await their asylum processing, and they're freezing their tokus off. Now, remember, Lou, we're used to this kind of weather. They're coming from Caracas, right, from the favelas in Caracas. They're not used to this kind of weather. I would have thought the mayor would have been out there giving them bankies, blankets, right, sleeping bags. Nothing. So where was he? He was sitting there. Ja Rule was giving him a shout-out, this degenerate hip-hop monster who ripped off so many in the Fire Festival. Remember the Fire Festival? Oh, that's right. He took advantage of all those upscale hipster millennials. The F-Y-R-E Festival, Ja Rule. But really, the mayor was there not so much to get a shout-out from this degenerate, this hip-hop monster, Ja Rule. He was there to hear the entertainment paid in full. Rakim was up on the stage. Used to be a stick-up kid. That's true. Where'd he come from, uh, Lou? He came from, I think, the dance, right? Wine dance. Man, there's stick-up kids galore out there before. Stick-up kids galore even more now. So he's up there on the stage entertaining. And the mayor's having a good old time with the hip-hop crowd claiming he's the hip-hop uh, mayor. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God. This guy, what, what is it with him? Nine o'clock at night till like nine o'clock in the morning, he checks out. He's party guy. He's raising the roof. And after that, he went to the Club Zero Bond in his $5,000 customized suit. 
Well, as you know, I'm at war with our own Sid Rosenberg, number one in the ratings, number one in sales. And uh, I have now inched forward, uh, Lou, into the number two position in ratings and sales, although I'm a long ways behind Sid. He does mornings Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. you got to listen to Sid. I know some of you may not want to, but I need you to rat him out to me. I need you to eat the Parmesan cheese because of all of his drops. And it's not like a hip-hop uh, monster dropping. No, no, no. He's dropping all kinds of lines talking about his love and his attempt to get Eric Adams, his newfound friend, to sit down with Mike Humbaricic, Rudy Giuliani. Here's... Uh, Rudy, who responded to all that, he's um, the shirach that Sid Rosenberg is trying to do between Rudy and Eric Adams. Because it's, you know, it's still a work in progress. He's only been there a year. It's been a disaster year, but he's been there a year. He shows very little promise because he's flitting around all the time. He's not being serious. Um, I like serious people in serious jobs, not people who want to go to nightclubs and you know, love their suits and spare me that, huh? Go be a model or something. Go be a model. Now, Lou, do you think that pretty much deep-sixed any attempt uh, for Sid to do a, a shidduch, uh between uh, our chief Trudy Giuliani, and Sid's mayor, Eric Adams? I think so, but you never know. And I took him the task this morning on the morning show at 745. I want you to listen. As I spoke about the expected sit-down, or maybe not, between Rudy and Eric Adams and Sid. You want white people, you want Jews, you want Irish, you want Italians who hate Eric Adams? you got to be a friend to Sid Rosenberg. you got to bamboozle them. Because the, the left wing, the DSA, AOC, is coming after him the next time he wants to run. That's true. And so Sid can help lead the delegation like Moses from the promised land. All the Altacaca Jews, the Irish, the Italians will follow Sid to back Eric Adams. Over my freaking dead body, Sid Rosenberg. And I've done everything to prevent a sit-down between my, oh, my chief, Rudy Giuliani, oh, and Eric Adams. Oh, and you know I've been lobbying him against that. Oh, my God, my microphone uh, fell down on the floor. I had to grab a secondary microphone. Lou had a heart attack. As the board operator, thinking that I once again caused another microphone here in the studios of WABC, which sometimes the acronym stands for always broadcasting, Curtis, would have to go uh, and be put on the scrap heap with the other microphones that I've destroyed in my 35 years of doing talk radio, most of them here at WABC. But then at the very end of the interview, Sid dropped on me a date. He told me to write it down. Can you imagine this, Lou? He said, keep December 14th open. Uh, December on your back. December 14th as we go to break. Write that date down. December 14th, okay. You know what that is? Uh, what? That's the night that Rudy, Mayor Adams, Sidney, and Curtis. You, Curtis. Oh. Go for dinner. Oh, very good. And then I'll have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and you know the rest of that story, right? <laughs> but anyway, this was all on a day in which, uh, you know, I got to get hard copies of my newspapers. I'm old school. 
So when I go out to the newsstand, I get a copy of the Post, I get a copy of the Daily News, I get a copy of uh, Newsday. They deliver the old gray lady, the New York Times here, the hard copy in the Wall Street Journal. I eventually get to that later on in the day, but I got to get my New York Post fixed. I start really, I'll be honest with you, Lou, I start in the back. I start with the sports pages because it, it doesn't give me agita. You know, it gives me a lot of knockers. And I read the newspaper the way a booker boy reads Torah, uh, Talmud, uh, and that is from back to front. And so I went to the back pages first, and obviously it was talking about how apparently uh, Aaron Judge is upping the ante as he's meeting with the San Francisco Giants. By the way, Barry Bonds lobbying him heavily, lobbying him heavily. He's an East Bay boy. He left his heart in San Francisco, like Tony Bennett said. Don't be surprised if he cuts and runs to San Francisco, especially after Yankee fans booed him in the seventh inning of the second game in the playoffs uh, against uh, Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians will always be the Cleveland Indians to me, Chief Wahoo McDaniel, or whatever, just Chief Wahoo. But the point being is don't be surprised if it's not money alone that causes him to uh, cut the umbilical cord between him, Hal Steinbrenner, and the Yankees, but I digress. The front page story, Lou, friends with benefits. Mayor Adams, unqualified pal, given a $241,000 job. Remember, he did this with his uh, brother, Bernard Adams. He was parking cars down in Virginia Commonwealth uh, College after retiring from the NYPD in public affairs. And Eric Adams said, I need uh, my brother Bernard to be the deputy NYPD commissioner for me and to run my uh, protection uh, intel division. He was going to give him $242,000, and then he was smacked back. And they said, you can't do that. You can't do that. And now he goes one better. The reason why the title says Friends with Benefits, it has to do with a woman named Lisa White. He lived with her from 2013 to 2017 in the Jackie Robinson apartments where the old Ebbets Field is in Crown Heights. He claims that he rented a room from her. Lou, guy was borough president in Brooklyn. He's renting a room from, he said, a personal friend, Lisa White. Come on. You had a relationship with her. Just acknowledge it. Stop this. The guy's like an enigma. You had a relationship. Or maybe the relationship ended in 2017, and that's why you moved out. But that's how you knew it, through a personal relationship, not a professional relationship. So for four years, Eric Adams claimed he rented a room at the Jackie Robinson apartments of the apartment of Lisa White. Nobody believes that. But anyway, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this is a woman who was a 911 dispatcher who retired, I believe it was in oof, the late 90s, uh, pension about 30000 When she was on the job, she uh, earned about 55000 a year. She is now a deputy commissioner in the NYPD, Lou, making $241,000. And everybody is saying... What the hell are your qualifications? And she's been put in charge as deputy commissioner of the mental health and morale for the 34,000 cops in the NYPD and their families. By the way, morale at an all-time low. 
mental health issues galore because cops have been getting abused ever since the summer of 2020. And the attacks on cops, they get no respect from uh, elected officials, appointed officials. They get no respect from the public, and many of them are taking early retirement. Or they're being hired by other police departments, morale at an all-time low. So you really need, if, you, if you're intent on getting somebody to do this job, you need somebody that the men and women of the department can relate to. They don't even know Lisa White. And now Eric Adams is claiming, well, that's what the police department did. They didn't tell me. Get out of here. What a Kiakadam. What a Pinocchio. And then this adds to the enigma. He co-owns a co-op in Prospect Heights that he said he no longer co-owned, but still co-owns it, with a woman named Sylvia Cowan. Uh, are you following this? This is like a pyramid here, Lou. Write it down. So Sylvia Cowan. He co-owns a co-op with him, Prospect Heights, but he claims he no longer owns the co-op. But in his recent uh, IRS filings, he acknowledged, I still co-own it. Sylvia Cowan then bought a condo right below his condo that he shares with Tracy Collins out in uh, Fort Lee, apartment 22H. He bought it in 2016. Sylvia Cowan then bought a condo right underneath the same building, a floor below. And you say to yourself, man, this is this is freaky deaky. By the way, Tracy Collins, who has only been seen one time in public with Mayor Eric Adams at that Met extravaganza where uh, Eric Adams came out with a jacket that was like just unbelievable, you know, a fight to power, no more guns, whatever. Oh, God. What a hot mess this is. But you listen to Peter King, who was on with his very dear friend Sid Rosenberg this morning, and he explained it all away. Not to get too excited over these things. If Eric Adams can bring crime down and, and if to do that, he ends up having a few friends in the government, you know, let's, I can look the other way in that. And listen, if he trusts them, you know, when you're in there, being mayor, even though he's out, he enjoys himself. It's, all his jobs are lonely. At the bottom, At the end of the day, you have a lot of responsibility, and you have a lot of enemies out there. And if it makes you do a better job by having people around you, listen, you know, Jack Kennedy had his Irish mafia with him. And uh, people like to have friends around them uh, to get the job done. So that's what it takes, fine. To me, you judge him at the end of four years. And uh, listen, I, I hope he's got a great uh, police commissioner. And if he can just get going on the what? crime, really crack down on it. I mean, it's really, uh, that's it. If he if he can do the job on crime, he can have all his friends and relatives on the payroll. I don't care. What? what? Did you hear Deborah this morning on a newscast? Three slashings in the subways in less than 24 hours. He's got a good police commissioner. See, well, she's missing in action. This, hey, is Peter King on the payroll uh, of Eric Adams? Is he doing public relations for him? Oh, well, Jack Kennedy had the Irish Mafia. Yeah, we really want something like that, Peter King. What is it with this? And then Kathy Crimewave Holcomb yesterday. Unbelievable. She started blaming white supremacists for anti-Semitism in New York City, for gay attacks in New York City. Listen to it. Listen to it. Many communities in New York, particularly here in New York City, are experiencing the day-to-day instances of harassment and abuse all because of their diversity. You know, a brick thrown at the window of an LGBTQ bar in Manhattan this weekend. Members of the Sikh community attacked in Queens. The rise in Asian hate across the city and state over the last couple of years, where we have 
white supremacists, right-wing extremists, and domestic terrorists trying to stoke fear in the hearts of New Yorkers. Now let's go through that. Let's bifurcate that, Lou. Uh, Number one, the guy who threw the brick at the gay bar four times in a row. Turns out he's gay himself. And he had some beef with somebody inside the way they had treated uh, a lady friend of his. So that's number one, obviously not homophobic. Number two, the attack on the Sikh in Richmond Hill. Hey, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, uh, do you not realize that the person who was arrested for that was black? By the way, almost 90% of all the attacks on Asian Americans in the subways, in the streets, in the parks, in the schools of our blacks. Look at the most recent one on the shuttle going from Times Square to Grand Central. Three young black thugs and thuggettes attacking an Asian person. That's white supremacy. And then in the one attempted attack on a synagogue on Friday, one white supremacist was arrested from Long Island. The other guy arrested was a Jew. Now, can a Jew be anti-Semitic, Lou? New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Yeah! yeah. Uh. I'm a Wiz Khalifa, you know, when he passes by, smoking his blunts, his spliffs, you probably need a hazmat suit, you'll get a secondary high. I mean, that guy's constantly smoking. But he's singing about a bake sale. And really what New York State is involved with now is a legal recreational use of marijuana sale coming to a neighborhood near you. Now, about 60% of the communities across New York State from Buffalo to Brooklyn have said, no, we don't want a dispensary in our neighborhood, which means that they won't get a cut of any of the tax that's put on the product that's sold, the bake sale, so to speak. Whereas those communities that have agreed to have a retail dispensary uh, licensed operation in their community will receive a cut of the action. Obviously, the state gets the bulk, and then it dribbles down to the um, local town, village, borough, whatever. Uh, there have been 36 marijuana retail dispensary licenses granted to the New York State providers. And guess what, Lou? Two have been improved, approved on Staten Island. And there's one in particular that proves that marijuana brings people together. Look at this. The guys who have qualified. (laughs) This is incredible. Their names. Wow. The business is owned by Muhammad and Shlomo Weinstock. A Jew and a Muslim. You see, Rifa brings people together. Now, I know Jimmy Carter tried that at the Camp David Accords. Remember, he brought together Yasser Arafat and uh, Menachem Begin. He uh, eventually won a Nobel Peace Prize for that, as did the two guys. But then again, Anwar Sadat soon after got assassinated by the Muslim Brotherhood, led by Sheikh Omar Abdel Haq. 
Nachman, the blind-eyed, Santa Claus hat-wearing imam of hate, who was the inspiration for the first World Trade Center attack, 1991. Uh, so that was it for Anwar Sadat, Menachem Begin. Uh, the, the point being is even President Trump's son-in-law brought together the Sunni Arabs uh, against the Shias in Iran and made peace with Israel. But that is not comparable to imagine a Muslim and a Jew observant getting into the business of selling marijuana. Now, according to the rules and regulations, the dispensaries must be owned by equity entrepreneurs with a prior cannabis-related criminal offense also referred to as justice-involved individuals who also have a background owning and operating a small business. And I say to myself, what is to follow? And what about all these pop-up shops? What about the uh, weed wagons? What about the guys in Times Square with the uh, card tables who are selling not only weed, but cocaine openly and ecstasy? There's no enforcement against it. So the black market will continue to thrive because the rules and regulations that were put down by the state legislature in Albany does almost nothing to the illegal sellers of marijuana. We get no taxes from that. And obviously, for those that end up qualifying for the license, they're going to say, how come you got a pop-up store right down the block competing with me who has the New York State license, right? Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.